This podcast is produced by Visionary Studios. Hey everyone, I'm Mitchell Rail. And I'm Wade Clawson. And welcome back to Let's Unpack That. Today we are joined by Nick Schinner. Nick, hello. Welcome. How are you doing? Oh my goodness, I just hit the mic. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing great. <laughs> great. For those who maybe don't know who you are, have never seen your face before, give us a little bit of background on who you are, where you're from. Give us, give us the backstory. So I'm from Wisconsin. Um, I grew up in the Sheboygan area, a little town called Oostburg, if anyone knows where that is. Very small town, 2,800 people, very Christian, religious town. After graduating high school, I went to UW-Madison, um, and I graduated from there last year, and then moved to Chicago this Love. past summer. Yeah, so a couple, I've only been there for a couple months, but I'm enjoying it so far. I'm a big city girl now, so. Okay, you're a city boy, a city girl. Yeah. So mm-hmm. before you became this city girl recently, you you know grew up in Wisconsin. So what was that like for you, kind of growing up and coming into yourself as a gay individual? It was weird. It took kind of a lot, like a long time to come into my own. Um, I grew up in a very religious household as well. Grew up very Catholic. Um, so I didn't really even get exposed to anyone gay or anything like that until I was in probably high school. Okay. So I like kind of didn't really know what being gay was. I knew that I like felt different, but mm-hmm. I didn't really know how to express that in any way. And then once I like started getting to like like high school and got exposed to more things, I was the theater kid in high school. Love. So I was like very stereotypical. <laughs> um, but like I didn't even know myself what being gay was until like probably like junior senior year of high school. Okay. Kind of like got like yeah more comfortable with myself and yeah. Love love. Mm-hmm. So when did you kind of so you said in high school is really mm-hmm. when you like started to become more comfortable? Yeah yeah. So when did you come out? Um. So I actually didn't like officially come out until sophomore year of college. Um. But that like I like had gay experiences before that and like my friends knew and like if people asked once I got to college I pretty much said I was gay but other than that I kind of like kept it hush hush just because like I was still kind of fighting like the religious part of me that grew up and then like coming into like being gay which like my identity was for a while being religious like being Catholic and gay um I've kind of like grown out of that sense just because like Lots, lots to unpack there. <laughs> a lot of trauma. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then once I got to college, I met this guy and we, I ended up posting a picture with him and I didn't even like intend it to be like, oh, like this is my boyfriend, like I'm coming out. I kind of just posted it and I was like, oh yeah, this is a fun, cute picture. But then forgot that he posted a picture of us kissing. Oh. So if you clicked on him <laughs> and went there, it was like, okay, like, yeah, he's, he's out. Okay. But, yeah, and then I was, what was the reception like, especially like with you know such a, a religious family? I would assume. Um, what was that like? So my parents immediately told me to take it down, mm-hmm. uh, and they kind of were they like, "This is God's plan for you," kind of thing. Um, but for like, it was a lot of back and forth with my parents, and like I posted another picture with him. Um, like later in the year and they told me once I get to take it down and I was like no this is like my Instagram this is my life like I'm gonna do what I want ended up not talking to them for a while and like kind of it was a very like interesting time in my life and a very like weird relationship with my parents still to this day mm-hmm. um it's gotten better but like still like they're not totally on board with the whole gay thing I just kind of 
like try to avoid it when I talk to them or I like just don't bring it up. So okay. you just yeah. kind of act like you're just not, you just code switch a little. Yeah. I just code switch a little, <laughs> but like, I mean, I'm myself still. And like more so when I go home, I'm just like whatever, like I can't change their mind. And I think my like solution, I guess, to the problem is just like exposure therapy, just be myself don't really care and if like I have a boy like I'm gonna share it with them as much as I like can without them like trying to take that away from me fair Mm -hmm. fair one thing that also about you is you love Disney Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and in college you did the Disney college program I did do the Disney college program you're already like acting embarrassed it's nothing to be embarrassed by I think Disney is so fun I myself maybe Mm -hmm. this is like me coming out as a Disney guy I mean I don't think it is but Mm -hmm. I love like I grew up in theater and like yeah. doing musicals and like mm. when you look at it like like Disney World and all of that is a giant show. Like it's yeah. a show oh, being yeah. put out put mm-hmm. out every day like in the real world, real world, but it's mm-hmm. like it's like a, a st- it's like a stage in real yeah. life and it's like so impressive to see how it all works and like also mm-hmm. just like magic and like good vibes of like yeah. Disney is like why wouldn't you enjoy that? And I think it's kind of sad sometimes where people like to try to like make fun of people for enjoying that, but mm-hmm. it's like, one, why not just let people enjoy things? Yeah. You know? It doesn't impact you. Mm-hmm. Two, like, who doesn't love, like, some good energy and positivity yeah. as well? Yeah. So, for you, like, what made you kind of get into Disney and really love that yeah. whole atmosphere? Um, so, I grew up with Disney. Like, my my mom was really into Disney, and we, like, went there a couple times when we were younger, took a couple trips, um, and we were just kind of essentially raised on Disney movies. Like, we went me and my siblings were all into every single sequel that came out. Like there are three Aladdin movies, which is crazy. And we were obsessed with the third one. They're very bad, but they are sequels. <laughs> it's interesting you say like show because at Disney World, they actually like, that's their whole thing is like, we are putting on a show. So when you go from behind like all the boards and everything like that, they're like, you're on stage. And you have to be like in character on stage, even if you are just like serving food, which is what I did there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Disney college program, I did it my sophomore year of college and I was just in food service there. I was in magic kingdom and I was doing, I was like serving stuff in Frontierland, which is like by splash mountain and everything. Um, and I had a great experience during the program. A lot of people don't, um, just because of the management that's there. Like they kind of do cast a lot of the, the Disney college program kids to the side and kind of give you like the bad hours and like the late shifts or like the essentially overnight shifts when the park closes at like two in the morning. But I was very lucky. I had great management. I had a great schedule. I was only scheduled from like 12 to six or like 11 to five every day day and then afterwards I would just straight up walk like go downstairs change come back up go on a ride or two get some food and then go back home it was just an hourly pay and we also had to pay rent at the place that we were staying but they took it just right out of our paycheck yeah so but I spent every single penny I made there (laughs) I mean I was in Disney and I was enjoying Disney at the time I still do enjoy Disney but like don't minimize it I know (laughs) like people I know you feel like you have to but like don't like it's fun and like why not enjoy things? Like, I am mm-hmm. such a weirdo. Like, I love to, like, go see Marvel movies, like, opening yeah, yeah. night. Like, I love to do oh, that. Yeah. Like, it's so fun. Like, it's, obviously, mm-hmm. there's different ways of doing it and expressing it, but it's, yeah. like, I think it's fun. Like, I have a friend right now who's at the Disney College program, and she's loving it. Like, she's mm-hmm. got a full-time job at Disney. It's, like, who doesn't want to work for Disney? Yeah. Um, so it's so fun. It's worth Yeah, it. there's actually a lot of people that will go down there and just stay down there. Like, Oh, you kind of have, like alluded here that you kind of are less into Mm -hmm. it now it's not the forefront of my personality anymore and i think like 
when people say like Disney adult, that's a lot of people's like forefront of their personality. It's in their home decor everywhere. Like it's in their bedroom, which is great. Like express yourself. That's amazing. For me, like it doesn't need to be the forefront of my personality anymore. Although I like, I will still go see almost every Disney movie in theaters or like Marvel movie. And I keep, I keep up to date on like the little ins and outs of Disney and like yeah. what's going on. And I have a Disney tattoo that my friends love to point out. <laughs> <But> <laughs> what's your favorite Disney movie? Disney movie? Okay, so my favorite princess movie is Beauty and the Beast. Okay, I love good that. One. My favorite Disney Pixar movie is probably um, Up, which okay. is okay. like me and my yeah. family like grew up watching that. I love all the Marvel stuff too. I try to keep up on that, but like there's, there's so, so many much. Shows. There's, there's so, so much. Yeah. There's so much. I guess yeah. the other big thing, the yeah. elephant in the room, the title of this episode yeah. is, like, <laughs> is like you past like six months or so, yeah. you've like really kind of started to pop off and like have like a presence on OnlyFans and like yeah. through your alt Twitter and like through mm-hmm. uh, like sex work, etc. Mm-hmm. I guess like before we dive into it, we'll just give like a disclaimer to those listening, but like, I really want to unpack this topic. I think it's something that's really interesting. And like, even if you're listening to this and you couldn't ever see yourself having an OnlyFans or wanting like to do one, that doesn't mean that you need to like judge somebody else or judge people for doing it because one, again, doesn't matter to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't matter to you what other people do. Other people are doing what they need to do. And like, it's an expensive world we live in. Like people yeah. need to make their bag and like, why not? Why? I don't see what's the shame in it mm-hmm. personally. If you are listening right now and you want to get a better understanding of what that's like, keep listening. But if you don't want to, maybe just don't listen. Cause we don't, we don't need your judgment. We don't need exactly, you yeah. being mean. Um, so there's that. Just so everyone who's listening, this is your warning. Yeah. But, okay. Nick. <laughs> it's getting <laughs> explicit. Yeah, <laughs> it is. 18 plus. <laughs> so OnlyFans. Yeah. What made you get into that world and what made you kind of just like consider, oh, this could be a fun thing to try? So I guess it kind of initially started like getting on my radar and getting into it that do it full time and like they do like porn, like studio porn and stuff like that. I didn't really like initially want to get into it I just was like oh this is fun like kind of like piggybacking off their world of like the like fun like sex work world which is like it's a fun life but then just kind of like didn't really like plan on doing it or anything like that then as I was like graduating college I was like "Mm, I need to make money somehow (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I like made an alt Twitter, but I didn't really put anything on it right away. Just kind of like had it for my friends. And I was like, people ask, like, I was like, here you go. Like fun. Like, have fun. Yeah. Like (laughs) (laughs) there's everything's there. So, (laughs) but then just kind of in the past couple of months, I've started promoting it more and kind of then put the OnlyFans link in my bio. And like once that hit, I remember I was like, all is right, on, here we go. Is that on like all of your social platforms? No, it is only so on my Twitter. Only on Twitter, mm-hmm. okay. Um, because I kind of still don't know what I want to do with it fully. Um, so I'm kind of keeping like my like personal life and like that life separate at the moment. Um, I mean, like there's crossover and stuff like that, but it's not like in my Instagram, it's kind of kept on Twitter. So like started posting more, got like my porn star friends essentially to like retweet stuff and like kind of got a little bit of falling off of there. And now like I'm able to like do stuff with it. As this was like, you getting mm-hmm. into this more, was there like a moment where you kind of realized like, oh shit, like this could be really something for me, like money wise or whatever. Like what really was it? Was it like, has there yeah. been a moment for you where it was like, hey, this is actually not that bad? Um, I don't think it was like initially like a moment, but it was just more of like, oh, I'm posting stuff on the internet and I'm getting paid for it. And I'm also like, 
having good sex with hot guys, like <laughs> might as well get paid for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was more of just like, oh, like I'm making a decent amount of money and now I have like extra cash lying around for it. A lot of the, like people get it either from Grindr or just like from Twitter and stuff like that. And in Chicago, there are a lot of OnlyFans creators um, in the area, especially like the area I live. I live in like the gay part of Chicago. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of just like, I see people out and I'm like, oh yeah, they do OnlyFans. Or like you just like become friends with people who do OnlyFans. Uh, especially in the summer, there's a lot of beach days and like you just go there and it's like half the people there like do OnlyFans. It's like kind of a fun way to meet people and like just like have a little like community in uh, Chicago, yeah. Love it. Do you guys have like cameramen that are behind the scenes? So, or I, I'm not really, you can I don't do understand all the way that. from like essentially amateur to like people will literally have cameramen. Like I know, like I know of like people who literally have a full studio for their OnlyFans. Wow. Yeah, but like it's for me, that, it's that lucrative. Oh yeah, people go hard. But for me, like I just have like a little bit of lighting, a little bit of like a stand and a my phone. Light. Yeah, like essentially a ring light and my phone. And like that's good enough for me for now um but like if i go like film with someone a lot of the times like they have a better quality stuff than me they'll edit it and do all that stuff um and then like give it back to me and then we both post it there's a different ranges of like how intense you can go into yeah. it mm -hmm. so let's just let's, let's like go a little bit a little back here to like just only fans as a whole like kind of give us a view of what how it works for you so you create this OnlyFans you are posting content on there how often now I'm posting probably like a couple times a week on there um, I try to get like I post like a lot of pictures on there just so like people have something um, and then I'll try how to how much do you charge um, I charge $8.99 per month okay um, and I know like People range from all the way down to like five ninety nine a month, all the way up to like fifteen dollars a month. Like, okay, some people, it's kind of like whatever strategy you want to go about. Okay. I guess like for my personal strategy is like like there's a marketing strategy like mm -hmm. with that. Like I have my subscription and like I post those pictures and like I'll post like little videos and stuff like that. Um, but I'll also like send out either direct messages or like posts that, that you can charge for, and then you can get more that way as well. Okay, would you say that there's one of one avenue or the other that's more profitable like w would you say like i know that i've heard like other creators like tana mojo i've heard her talk about her only fans and like that through the chats she can make like millions of dollars that there's like yeah is there a way that you prefer to like be sending out content or do you get like custom requests are you making custom content for people or what what is that like um so the people do dm me for like custom videos and stuff like that and i'll charge them like a pretty like do they ask like for you to like say their name like what some people do like ask for like certain words or like want you to like look at that camera certain ways and like I'll do it but like <laughs> <laughs> I usually charge like like a pretty hefty amount for it just because like tell, it's a how much what's your usually, range? It's usually between like fifty and a hundred. Okay, and how long are these videos? Like thirty like, seconds? Is it like a, several minutes? I try to do at least ten minutes, especially like if I'm going to charge like fifty dollars or something like that. Like for me, like that's like ten minutes. Like, yeah. but. It usually takes me only like 30 minutes to film that whole thing and then I'll edit and like, yeah. I'm like, here you go. Yeah, so it's like not, it's not bad for me. Yeah. But I know that some people like for them, like $50 is solo for them. Those people will do like 200 or wow. like, yeah. People go intense for these videos. <laughs> do people ever just like tip you? Just like send you money? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's usually not a ton, but like they'll, you can tip under posts. So okay. you can get like a decent amount of money that way too. How has like your OnlyFans grown since you started? Like what is like the growth and like 
the financial like impact been like for you? There, there's been a couple times where I'm like, oh my goodness, like that was a good week or something like that. But it's really like when I like post something on Twitter that it'll get like a little like. Let's go mm-hmm. into collabs. Let's yeah. say you did a collab with someone who's like super big, mm-hmm. um, but like everyone knows, and, like you post mm-hmm. like a teaser of you guys mm-hmm. having sex or something. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you can like really see a big like drive, like an oh, like yeah. mm-hmm. influx in subscribers? Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, I don't have like a ton of followers. Like I have a decent following, but like compared to some people, like I'll get a lot of revenue from them just because like they have a more following than me. Oh, so, so I'll if, get more. If you, if you do a traction. collab with somebody, yeah. do they give you a cut of? Um, no? not really just because like we'll post it on both thing. Like I'll post it on mine or they'll the post same, it on you post them. the same thing or are they different? Usually the same thing. At least that's what I've experienced. Okay. Um, some people like you can like have the full footage and you can each edit it separately okay. or like one of you can edit it and then you can both post it okay. the same thing. Okay. But I guess it's like, where do you want to put your money kind of thing then? Yeah. yeah. If someone is like intense or like, uh, I don't know the word, but like choosing which one they want to subscribe to essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. But Um, yeah. So like, what is the kind of like setting up that collab process like for you? Like, how do you seek those out? Um, A lot of it is either kind of just like on Twitter or like through Grindr and then move to Twitter Um, just because it's like you want to make sure that you're both like in on like when's filming, what's being filmed, how it's being filmed, blah, 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 that kind of thing. For instance, like you start talking on Grinder, like you move to Twitter, then on Twitter, like you'll set up like when you're gonna film, um, like who's hosting essentially. So it's almost like a hookup, but it's more like concrete, more planned out and like what exactly like people are gonna want or like angles or something like that, that people want in the content. For the person you're collabing with. Yeah, so like okay. it'll, it'll be different things for different people like, like for me, like I advertise myself as more of like a bottom. So a lot of the guys that do film with me are like these bigger, more muscular guys because that's kind of what people want to see. Yeah. Um, or like someone who's bigger than me just because I'm, I'm only 5'8". So like yeah. there isn't a lot of guys that are uh, shorter than me. So For like subscriptions, yeah. do you get like a lot of like the same people's every month mm-hmm. or do you get a lot of um, people deactivating their account or yeah. not subscribing. Um, so on OnlyFans, you kind of can see like all those like um, little notions of like who is who has their renew subscriptions on, subscriptions on, who is a new subscriber, and you can send out different promotions for those certain groups. So you have to renew it. Yeah, you can. Re- you can be on renew or you can do like one-time charge oh, only. So you can okay. like do the different variations of like sending out a message to like, oh, I, I want to reward my renewal subscribers. So you send something out there or like you want to reward new subscribers and you send a message out there or you just send a message to everyone. And you can send like these mass messages with like a payment on it or you can send just like, hey, how's it going? So it feels like more like a direct contact rather than just like, here's my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always thought that it was like you subscribe and mm-hmm. then it's month to month to month, like a... Like you always have to do it monthly, but then you have to like click like unsubscribe or something yeah. like that. So, I mean, you can do it that way or you can just do like, here's one. And like a lot of people will do deals and like, or like 
20% off for like three months or like they'll do like promotions for like a weekend holiday or something like that. So be like Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> People do that. Christmas yeah. gift. Find my mm-hmm. OnlyFans for your <laughs> yeah, so I just, like, Thanksgiving. <laughs> People do that. <laughs> but like, go make money. <laughs> yeah. It's like have like a little Halloween special. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can like wear like mm-hmm. a costume or something. Mm-hmm. Hey, that, that could be a collab idea. You could like have like a couple's Focus costume with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no. Well, no, like <laughs> horrible <would> idea. <laughs> He's yeah. like, role play is not mine. <laughs> it's not my specialty. As your OnlyFans has gotten bigger, like your alt Twitter has gotten mm-hmm. bigger, has there been any situations where like someone has seen it that like maybe you didn't want to see? And like, how did you address that situation? Yes, there have been instances with that. Um, a lot of like especially like my close girlfriends, like I've been like, I have this. So you see it, this is me. <laughs> um, but like, there was this one instance, like someone messaged me on Grinder, and then they literally like sent a screenshot of like my mom's Instagram. And they're like, how would she feel about this? And I was like, oh my goodness. And so like, I literally like blocked them and like put my Twitter on like lock and everything for like a week because I was so like nervous that something would get out past that. Nothing happened, but like people do like, that's ridiculous. I know. It was very. That's like sad that you I know. that you take the time out of your day to mm-hmm. even like worry about somebody else's like family life and OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. You know that it's just yeah. not like. I don't. I really didn't understand it. I was like, I literally asked, I was like, why are you doing this? And he's like, oh, like I want to have sex with you. I was like, okay, so it's not happening, <laughs> especially after this. <laughs> I would feel like that maybe those people are like they know you aren't going to. Yeah. And so it's like no. they want to like blackmail you. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. I guess for you, I guess another question is like, as it's been getting bigger as well, mm-hmm. like, have you seen your sex life outside of OnlyFans like change at all? Like, the amount of guys that are wanting to get with you or any of that has that had an impact? There's definitely like a there's a different like kind of guys that I'm like attracted towards now is different than I was before. Well, how so? How has it changed? There's people who like don't really like have like OnlyFans or like aren't really like in the gay scene. And that those are kind of the guys that I was like attracted to before and like, like almost like boyfriend material, that kind of thing. But now just because I have this, I feel like I don't want to put someone through that if they're not comfortable with it. So like, I feel like I'm gravitating more towards people who are like in the scene and like kind of want, are okay with it. And like, just are nonchalant about it. Do you, do you think that um, you want to get in a relationship now with an OnlyFans or would you maybe, or I don't know, or, would you wait to get in a serious relationship or? So funny you ask that. I do have a boyfriend now. Okay. Really? Yeah. I, it's very recent, but, um, I met he do, him. Does he do OnlyFans? No, he doesn't. But he like also just like, I met him when I moved to Chicago and everything. And he, from the moment I met him knew I had an OnlyFans and like what I was doing with it. So he was very just like understanding and just like very open to like, what that was for and we've talked about it and like okay kind of the limitations so is it open then yeah Mm -hmm. okay so follow up there Mm -hmm. so like are you then still on grinder yeah is the people that you're hooking up with on grinder is that only people that you're gonna do only fans content with or is there people that you may hang out with that you're just gonna hook up with and then see ya um so like i try to only use grinder for like like for only fans and stuff like that um like we were open so like if like he wanted to go hook up someone or I wanted to go hook up someone, like that's okay with both of us. But like I like personally, I'm like 
I really only kind of want to do it for OnlyFans kind of thing, especially okay. like if we don't hang out as much, like I want to be with him. Like, okay. like obviously sex with him is great. So like, yeah. <laughs> I want to be like, do you guys make OnlyFans content together? We haven't yet, but we've talked about it, but like okay. he doesn't want to show his face. Like he has a corporate job. So, Fair. um, but like he, we've talked about it and like we film stuff kind of like for on our own, but like it's just for us kind of thing. Um, so what is like the communication like between you guys when you do OnlyFans content is like he watching it before it goes up or like, does he just trust you to do your thing? And you just tell him if you're doing something or what is that like? Like I tell him like, I'm going to go film with someone or like who I'm filming with and like everything like goes along with that but like he doesn't watch videos or anything like that like he has my twitter and see every he sees everything i post on there um but like is he a subscriber <laughs> i hope not he hasn't told me <laughs> if he wants one he can have one <laughs> free yeah. promotion yeah so is only fans gonna be your full-time job now is it enough to do full-time um at the moment it's not um which is fine and I don't really know if I want it to be my full-time job a lot of people do like still have like a corporate job and do OnlyFans which I'm like how but <laughs> like for now I think like it's kind of just like a fun thing for me mm -hmm. and like I do take it seriously but at the same time it's like we'll find out where it goes and like looking down the road even with like studio porn and stuff like that it's not a career that lasts past 40, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. See what happens. I mean, maybe you make it huge. You make millions and millions each week. And exactly. then you're like, oh, okay, I can retire at 40. It's exactly. <laughs> and some people do that. Yeah. <laughs> the new Bella Thor. How <laughs> do you kind of work towards if people not leaking your content mm -hmm. on social media? I know a lot of like people that use OnlyFans, especially mm -hmm. people who are like TikTokers or something. Like yeah. their stuff has been leaked on, mm -hmm. on uh, like Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Like is there ways at least that you've seen people or whether it's yourself or someone else, like when that is leaked, like mm -hmm. how can you legally address that and get it removed? You, a lot of people I've seen either message people directly and be like, hey, can you take it down? Most people are very respectful of that. Or they'll be like, hey, can you at least tag me in this so like I can get some, some <laughs> mm -hmm. something from it? I mean, Twitter is a social media platform, so there's only far so far you can go of just like removing something off of like Twitter or something like that. But a lot of the times, I mean, it's on Twitter. You kind of have to almost accept that it's gonna reach more than just your page eventually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess to close here, is there any advice you would give people? Um, who are maybe considering, hey, I yeah. think OnlyFans could be fun. I think sex work could be interesting to try. Mm -hmm. What would you tell people? I would say, don't, if you're not sure about it, don't post your face. Like, and if you want to, like literally you can post like your body or whatever you find attractive about yourself, like post about that and be, that's like, I guess the biggest advice is like find something that you enjoy posting and you like, find attractive about yourself. Otherwise you're not going to have fun with it and you're not going to like enjoy wanting to post more or wanting to do stuff with it. Um, and like, you don't have to go all in. You don't have to collab with people every week. You don't have to like set up, like you don't have to do the whole thing. You can just like be relaxed with it or like get a little extra cash from it because people will pay money for who knows what. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Love that. Well, thank you so much, Nick, for coming and joining us today. You're always welcome back. If you ever want to come give us an update on the OnlyFans journey, you're always welcome. Um, but do you want to give everyone your socials if they want to check you out? My like Instagram is just my name, Nick Schinner. Um, and then my XXX Twitter is um, Connor X Marcus. But I can like show you how to spell it because I spell it weird. Well, thank you so much, Nick. Of it was course. great having you. Uh, you guys can follow us on Instagram at UnpackedTHT and on TikTok at UnpackThatPod. 
Thanks again, Nick. Thank you, Wade. And we'll see you guys next Thursday. Yeah, bye, bye, everyone. Bye.